It's time for Blessed to Play on EWTN Radio, uncovering the role that faith plays in the lives of sports professionals from around the country. And now, here's your host, Ron Meyer. Fire score! Welcome to a Blessed to Play Collegiate Spotlight Show. My guest today is Kelsey Harrington. She's a middle blocker volleyball player at Stephen F. Austin in the state of Texas. Uh, We're going to talk about Kelsey's career on the court and her life of faith, why it's so important to her. But I'd like to welcome Kelsey to Blessed to Play. Kelsey, it's great to have you on. Awesome. Thank you, Ron. I'm so excited to talk to you today and just get to share my volleyball life and my faith and just share that with you and with others. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And we're catching you at a, a really good time because you're starting up the volleyball season. You guys are doing quite well. You're up near the top of your conference right now. But I want to talk about how you got into volleyball. I know your dad was a, a collegiate athlete. I think you were in track and field, but somehow you got the volleyball bug. Tell us about that. Yeah, so it's kind of funny. I actually remember um, when I first was interested in the sport, I was like six years old and there was a probably a professional volleyball match on the TV. I'm assuming it was professional. And uh, I remember watching it and just thinking to myself, like, that looks so fun. That looks like something I want to get into. And I'm just, like, really young at this point. And so, you know, I learned about what the sport was. And then I remember, like, next Christmas I asked for a volleyball and a net I could set up in the backyard. And just from there, throughout the years as I've gotten older, um, my love for the game has just grown and developed. And you know, I started playing with, like, you know, my team in, like, fourth grade. And just throughout those years after that, you just kind of play with the school. And then you get involved in club and then high school and then, you know, the recruiting process. But just, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I got into it. There wasn't anybody necessarily showed me. I just remember watching it and just thinking, like, wow, that looks like the best sport ever to play. So. so where did you learn all that positive energy that goes along with playing volleyball? Because if you look at collegiate volleyball, you guys are always pumped up, supporting each other, very emotional. Did you learn that back in your earliest days playing volleyball? Definitely. I would say that, uh, that at that age, you know, being a, I was around some really great friends, you know, and I, were, I would just center myself around people that had positive mindsets that wanted to get better, uh, that were just striving to improve every day because those are the kinds of teammates that you want to be around. Those are also the kind of friends you want to have. So just placing myself in environments and in situations and being around people that help foster that type of energy um, really just helps carry on throughout your life. And then as you kind of develop it on your own, you just learn to help give it off to others and just learn to keep that. And how do you make it stronger? How do I take that with me wherever I go, even if it's not volleyball, but just with the people I'm around and just, um, you know, things like that. I definitely mm-hmm. think it was just the environment I was surrounded in. Yeah, if you haven't seen a volleyball match in college, these girls have so much energy, so much support from another, a lot of, just a lot of grit and determinations put into these matches. Blessed to play Ron Meyer chatting with Kelsey Harrington, plays volleyball at Stephen F. Austin University. Uh, WAC Volleyball Defensive Player of the Week in November of two. 2021, and she was the Female Comeback Athlete of the Year Award. Uh, That award honors the achievements of a student-athlete who made a comeback performance after suffering a severe injury. So let's discuss that. 
perseverance, fortitude is part of every athlete's life, but you had to deal with something severe. Tell us what happened and how you overcame it. Right. So my freshman year, uh, my season kind of started off with being injured, and that injury um, was just I had these pains in the side of my leg, kind of right above the ankle. It's not necessarily your shin, but it's uh, where the peroneals are. If you're familiar with, like, anatomy, but the peroneals are um, the fibulas. And so I was having a lot of pain um, in that area. I had doctors just kind of, you know, I got x-rayed MRI. wasn't really um, – there weren't a lot of answers with that, but the doctor was just kind of like, you know, we need to, we'll just treat it as if it's a stress fracture, you know, do your six weeks, and then you'll do like your return to play, all that good stuff. So um, I ended up doing that, and things didn't really get better. I wasn't feeling that much better than when I had, you know, first was initially injured. And so uh, at this point, we're at spring of my freshman year, still dealing with this, and then I kind of got a little better than going into my sophomore year of college. Um, it still it still wasn't better. I had an injury, like kind of an ankle sprain, that kind of onset of that injury again caused it to just uh, reoccur. And so then I saw doctors again, and it was just um, kind of this cycle of being hurt and then being healthy and then being hurt and then being semi-healthy. And so, um, you know, we saw, like I said, we saw more doctors here. Uh, they were trying to find solutions. They couldn't really find the answers to why this was going on because also the injury I was dealing with um, was in an area that doesn't take a lot of impact normally. You know, mm-hmm. normally you hear people that have like shin splints and that's in your tibia. That's like the common um, thought of when you think of that, but mine was on the side, which was strange. And so then finally, uh, spring of my sophomore year, I was referred to a foot and ankle orthopedic guy, a specialist that's in Tyler, Texas, which is about an hour and a half from here. And um, I went to him, and he was like, you know, honestly, I'm not really sure why you're having this pain either, but what we can do is put some metal rods into your fibulas. And he basically just said that I had these micro-stress fractures that just weren't healing. And so uh, he was like, this is this is a solution for you. Um, and so I ended up going through with that surgery. I actually have them on both legs because I was dealing with both of those um, legs. But since then, that was back in April of 2021, and since then, you know, I went through the rehab, went through the physical therapy, all that, and I've been feeling really good since. And so, um, yeah, just a lot of perseverance, a lot of fortitude, uh, having to just deal with that for those past couple of years. But there's also so much that I have gained and, like, learned, and that I just, um, like, honestly wouldn't trade any that experience for anything because of how much it has shaped me and my mindset and just how I view things now. Yeah, it sounds like also you're more appreciative of your physical abilities because once they're taken away and you can't perform as you want, I mean, that has got to be a trial in and of itself. But you came back and gangbusters performed very well and obviously getting the Female Comeback Athlete of the Year Award. Blessed to play Ron Meyer. It's a collegiate spotlight show featuring Kelsey Harrington. She's a middle blocker for Stephen F. Austin University in the WAC Let's talk about the WAC and some of your rivals in that conference. Uh, like I mentioned, you're doing quite well at the start of this season, 2022. But talk about some of those most memorable ma- matches thus far in your career. So my freshman year, uh, we had a phenomenal year that year. That was back in 2019. I think we went like 31-2 and two on the season. Um, we had a great senior class that just really led the team. 
we actually ended up knocking off uh, a Big 12 school. We beat Texas Tech. We beat Big 10 school, Northwestern. Then we ended up beating Rice at one point during that season, who was actually receiving votes for the like national top 25 poll. Um, and then just throughout that season, honestly, and then we eventually made it to the NCAA tournament. And honestly, those moments and just were really profound to me and really significant. And, you know, it was like, I didn't even, I didn't even step foot on the court that year, really. I was just practicing, but the people I was surrounded by and the experiences that we had together mm-hmm. were really some of just the most special things that like I have cherished since then. And now, um, like last year, we went on a trip to uh, Phoenix where we played Grand Canyon University and a few other teams there. And like just the experience with you, with the team, with your team, and just um, all those memories that you share together are just the things that I I'm just like I hold very close to my heart and will always remember like as the years to come. And so like this year, I'm just really excited to cultivate those same experiences, those same memories, and hopefully. Um, be a part of, you know, the, my other teammates' experiences and how they view this season and how this season's going to go. Yeah, and I know that being a leader, uh, you sound like a leader, but being a leader is very important to you. In fact, uh, you received the 2021 Michelle Reed Award, and that award is given to a volleyball player that has had a significant and positive impact on the teammates, and you're cultivating that relationship with your teammates what does it mean to be a leader at the Division One level? What are some of the traits that you want to possess to have leadership qualities? Honestly, I think a huge part of it is just building relationships with the people around you. And that's not to say you have to be best friends with every single person on your team, but you have to earn the respect of your teammates, and you also have to just um, get to know them and get to know the type of player they are, the type of people they are, and um, just cultivating those relationships with each other is a huge part. And um, I think being a successful leader and just also leading by example and um, just, you know, I, a lot of the, I would say that a phrase that I like to kind of go off by that helps me gauge um, leadership is just like, I would never ask of someone to do something that I wouldn't do myself. And so it's like, if I'm going to tell someone you need to be Treat someone with respect, you know, be a teammate that treats others with respect. Am I doing the same? Or if I'm going to tell you to perform this skill in this certain way or do whatever kind of like command that you might be asking, I guess you could say, it's like, would I do that myself? And it's like a good leader should always do that themselves, if not more and do more for themselves or for the team. Um, And so that's just kind of, those are the kind of the, guidelines that I like to go by uh, just like I'm very much kind of like a I like to lead with love if possible um, mm-hmm. and so but also just knowing you know what what are the standards what are the expectations that others need to follow as well and just kind of doing all of that stuff based off of those things. Yeah that's a great outlook that you do have and leading by example of course and I know performing in the classroom is equally as important to you in fact when you're in high school you're a, an academic all-state performer and uh you you're taking that with you to Stephen F Austin talk about that balance of being in the classroom performing in there but also being a division 1 athlete as well So it was definitely a struggle at first uh when I you know first came into college the the time you dedicate to volleyball is a lot more than what you dedicate in high school. And so that was kind of a huge 
shift for me that I had to figure out how to um, deal with. And since then, I think, you know, you just have to learn how to time management. But time man- if you can time manage, that's such a valuable skill to have that will carry out through the rest of your life. And so um, volleyball has challenged me to be able to learn how to do that and to also just prioritize things that need to get done. You know, what is, what are the priorities of my life currently um, that need attention? And so, you know, one of those things is, volleyball, school, my faith, my like social life, you know, all of those things, you know, there needs to be a balance and there are things that need to be placed first, but it's just learning how to, you know, there's going to be times where you didn't realize you needed more time to study this test and you didn't do as well, but then it's like, okay, now I'm aware, I have an idea of what I need to do next. And then you just kind of learn from those mistakes or like learn from your success that you have had and just what works, what doesn't work. And so um, it's just throughout those years, you end up kind of figuring it out. And just also just developing good study habits early on really carries you over. And so that way you're not having to, um, like start from scratch when you get here. Um, I think that's one of the biggest things, especially that I've learned is how to carry study, ha- study habits from high school to college, but then also readjusting those and refigure out what I need when the time comes. All right. We're going to step out for a little bit on the other side. We're going to talk to Kelsey Harrington about truth what she hangs on to that uh, keeps her grounded in her everyday life. I'm talking with Kelsey Harrington, middle blocker, volleyball player for Stephen F. Austin College. She'll be back, and I will, when Blessed to Play returns after this. Sixty seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Our Lord worked many miracles. Here are some of the characteristics about them. First, he worked them as signs to convince men of the fact that he who came to work these miracles was the one that was promised. He never worked a miracle to amaze a multitude. He never worked a miracle to satisfy his hunger or his thirst. He never worked a miracle to obtain a living. He never received money for the things which he accomplished. He refused to convert the stones of the wilderness into bread to satisfy his own hunger or to cause water to gush out of a rock to slake his thirst. Instead, he asked a woman to let down her bucket to give him a drink. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. This is Steve Leaguers, president of Tri-State Catholic Radio, and I am a sinner. A sinner who needs God's grace and mercy, especially when I'm weak or disappointed in myself or have hurt others. Catholic Radio and its wonderful variety of programming reminds me that God loves me and uses radio as a medium to broadcast His love and encouragement into our world. Find a Catholic station in your area and tune in. The world needs EWTN Catholic Radio, now more than ever. This is EWTN Catholic Radio. Welcome back to Blessed to Play. Ron Meyer joined today by Kelsey Harrington. She's from Midland, Texas, and she's going to Stephen F. Austin University where she plays volleyball. She's a middle blocker. She's in her senior season. 
And in 2021, uh, she was the Volleyball Defensive Player of the Week. She's also been the Female Comeback Athlete of the Year Award at uh, Stephen F. Austin. Is doing quite well uh, playing in the Western Athletic Conference. But uh, Kelsey is more than just a volleyball player. In fact, her identity is in her life of faith, and she is committed to her Catholic faith. So let's talk about that, Kelsey. Where did this uh, commitment come from? Were you raised in the Catholic faith? Talk about why faith in the Catholic Church is important to you. So I grew up um, in the Catholic Church. I was born, you know, my parents are Catholic, my family's Catholic. Um, I've always grown up in the church, actually went to a Catholic school all the way, you know, from elementary to middle school. And um, I would say in throughout high school and throughout college, I definitely was just kind of doing the bare minimum, you know, I was going to Mass, you know, checking off that go-to-Mass on Sunday box, um, but really, I didn't have this relationship with God, you know, I just was kind of doing what I was supposed to, which is a great thing, you know, it's a great thing that I was going to Mass, and <clears throat> excuse me, and just doing that, but um, it wasn't until this past February, actually, you know, my junior year in college, um, I went to a seat conference, and it's a conference that's held uh, by Focus, um, and it was in that at that conference that I realized, you know, what it was like to actually have a relationship with God that I could call my own. And it was at that point where, like, my life honestly pivoted from just kind of doing the mundane things, you know, not really being super into it, um, just kind of, you know, yes, faithfully going to Mass on Sunday, but, like, that was kind of it. And so then at that point, like I said, seek, I realized, you know, um, how transformed my heart was just from like the love of God and just like that experience that I had and like how do I carry that into my daily life now because it's like once you kind of realize what it means to have that relationship and to understand and fully comprehend like the truth and like the significance involved with that mm -hmm. it's like wow like how have I been living life up until this point without it and so um, since then I've been, you know, learning and there's obviously struggles that you have your ups and downs as you try to like develop that relationship and develop those habits and everything that go with it. But since then my life has been so full and just so, um, amazingly just, I, I mean, it, I don't have the words to like describe what it's truly like to start like living for Christ and like living in that truth and knowing that truth. But um, since then, you know, like I said, my life has just been transformed and like my heart continues to be transformed by that. So cultivating that relationship with God was a game changer for you. And you had to take that back uh, to the college campus and integrate that with your life of faith and also your life as a student. What was that like? So, I mean, the f first thing was, um, you know, it's almost kind of, it's challenging because uh, I mean, it's challenging, but also so great at the same time. But I say it's challenging because, you know, a college campus is a place that your faith is tested every day. You know, you are surrounded by people that think so many different things from you. You have a few, you know, around you in the Catholic Church and the community that you have on campus that think the same. But for the most part, it's just you're always, you know, there's someone there that's kind of that might disagree with you or you see this thing that it's really tempting to want to, like, partake in. It's just that the atmosphere and the environment of like college in general is already kind of hard to begin with. And so coming back with that, um, it takes, I realize, you know, it takes a lot of courage um, to be able to live out my faith 
in a way that I can just fully embrace it. And, but with that, there's also, you know, it's so rewarding and we're still called, you know, it's challenging. Like I say challenge a lot, but it truly is, you know, like being a faithful Catholic or just, you know, being a good Christian in general is going to be challenging. You know, this life isn't easy. And, um, that's also something that I had to remember is like, you know, there are going to be times where my faith is tested or somebody might question me or it might be a little bit harder to share what I believe in because what is this person going to think of me? But just always coming back to, you know, it's going to be challenging, but in the end, it's worth it. And, you know, in the end, you strive for, um, you know, to continue building that relationship with God and you strive for eternity. And so it's like, am I doing the things I'm supposed to to get me there? And so it's just bringing that back, but also, you know, just making that known to others, like what this life is like, you know, because it's like you want, once you kind of realize what you have been missing, it's like, man, I don't want anybody else to go without that either. It's You want to share that with them and you want to share your experiences with them. And so um just trying to live that out faithfully and live that out um just, by just displaying just this love and, you know, because a lot of times too with college, I mean, if I'm not living out, you know, or I guess I should say, like, if I'm living out my uh, life and like that's Christ-centered um, and I'm really just trying to, you know, give off that love and show that love to others, it's like that I may be the only person that day that someone who's not familiar with that, you know, experiences that or may experience that love or get an idea of like, man, that's what Christianity is like, or that's what it's like to live in that truth and to have, you know, Jesus as the center and the priority of your life. And so it's kind of like, I go about my day just asking kind of like, with someone who maybe, you know, doesn't know God or doesn't have a relationship, or maybe is just like not super familiar or doesn't have one for a relationship for themselves, like, would they say like, I saw God in Kelsey today. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of also a good baseline for me where it's like, okay, where am I on the spectrum of like, how I'm living this out. And so um, I think that to kind of sum up uh, all the different things um, is kind of just how I've strived to uh, just live that out the best way I can. You're listening to a Blessed to Play Collegiate Spotlight show featuring Kelsey Harrington. She's a volleyball player at Stephen F. Austin University. And obviously this faith life is important to you and being a Catholic, and you have to cultivate that uh, through devotion, through going to church, what are some of the special devotions or the way that you pray that sustains you in your uh, your daily life? I um, I love the rosary. I think you know our devotion to Mary is such an important thing. You know, Mary's always um, interceding for us, whether we realize it or not. She's always there, and so I just love you know even just like throughout a match or something, if I have to go back and serve or the things get kind of crazy and you just feel the pressure, it's like I'll say like a Hail Mary, you know, um, Mary's like always there interceding for us and what better way to um, like also build our relationship with Jesus and talking to his mother. Um, and so uh, definitely that. Also, I love Lexio Divina's. I think those are a great way for me to just, uh, just dive into scripture and really just try to uh, see, you know, just, See what God might be trying to say to might be saying to me, um, just as I'm reading. It just helps me to, um, you know, refocus back to what's you know super important. That's scripture, uh, what God is saying through that, um, and just having that like ground my life and also just redirect my life in certain ways that are needed. Because like scripture, you know, is such a great way to um, just learn more about the faith. I mean, what better way than 
to what better way to develop a relationship with God also is, you know, through scripture. Like we have his word um, there for us. And so utilizing that, just um, also just going to adoration. Um, I love, you know, going to the adoration that we have on campus whenever I get a chance and have the time to do it when the volleyball schedule allows it. But uh, just spending time with Jesus too is also so powerful. And it's just like having that time with God and having that time is just, so important. I've realized, you know, how necessary it is to have a relationship with God, to develop prayer life, um, my prayer life like that. So, so when you're not, when you're away from the volleyball court, your, your life is so structured academically, uh, athletically, and also spiritually. But when you want to get away and have a diversion and do something fun, what does Kelsey like to do? I love hanging out with my friends, so any chance I get to kind of socialize and spend, like, quality time with them uh, is definitely something that I love to do. I like to, I mean, we have beautiful, like, nature trails here because there are lots of trees, super green here, um, and knack, and so uh, I'll go on a walk or um, I'll even, I'll read leisurely. I do like reading. I used to hate it. I like it now. Um, I just, things like that, I really, I'm pretty... Like, you know, we're usually go, 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 busy, busy. So anything that doesn't take, you know, require too much energy at this point um, is kind of what I like to do. But really, just whatever life calls for at the moment is what I'll go do. So I, I want to know what your favorite part of the volleyball game is. Is it your hit percentage? Is it the block set? What what gets you going on, on the court? Oh, gosh. I, I think I would have to say... um I think hitting is probably my favorite uh, component of the game. And I say that because, you know, in order for you to hit the ball, generally, you know, 90% of the time when you hit a ball, you have a pass and you, and you have a set to go with it. And so getting a good kill off of, you know, a great set and off of a great pass is such a great feeling because everybody on the team had to work together for that kill. Um, whereas like, you know, blocking, I don't know. I do love blocking too, because it's just those things. If you get a good one, they really get you going. But I would say hitting, um, it's just definitely just like a total team effort. Not that blocking isn't, but it's just like, you know, you have, especially with the nature of my position, you have to have a perfect pass. You have to have a perfect set. And so it's like, if you can, you know, do those things and then also, and then terminate the ball is just such a great feeling. And you just know that everybody was working together for that play to happen. Yeah. I just love that terminating the ball with that good spike. Well, Kelsey Harrington has been our guest. Uh, what a career she is having right now in her senior season for Stephen F. Austin playing volleyball there in the WAC conference, very passionate about athletics, but also passionate about her faith as well. Kelsey, thanks so much. I appreciate the time and for sharing a little bit about you right here on blessed to play. Awesome. Thank you, Ron. I had so much fun on, with this experience. Hey, Blessed to Play fans, check us out on the web at blessedtoplay.com. That's blessed2play.com. You can like us on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter at Blessed to Play. For Kelsey Harrington, I'm Ron Meyer. We'll catch you next time right here on Blessed to Play. You've been listening to Blessed to Play with host Ron Meyer on the EWTN Global Catholic Network. If you have a question or comment about today's show, feel free to email us at info at blessedtoplay.com. That's blessed, the number two, play.com. You can also connect with the show on the web at www.blessedtoplay.com. Again, that's blessed, the number two, play.com. Join us again next time for Blessed to Play on the EWTN 
Global Catholic Network.